1: David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is
2: Friday, November 5th, 2021, Season 17, Episode number 55. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. At the start, we appreciate you guys joining us. we got Nick and Amber here with me. Dave will be joining us here in a moment once he finishes uh, the walk-off with Coach McCarthy after his press conference. We are going to, during today's show, get you guys ready for Cowboys versus Broncos. Uh, we'll have some storylines that we're going to talk about. Uh, we have a little game of see or no that Amber's going to put together for us. And then uh, we'll get to some fan questions, hopefully, in the final segment. You guys I love can call how us. You do
0: the accent. Like, see see no. Or
2: no? <laughs> is that not right? That I did wrong? I
0: do it wrong? No, it's no. No, it's just no.
2: Just no. see or no.
0: Yeah, no, no. is pretty universal. No.
2: Okay, good. Uh, and then in the final segment or or throughout the show, if you guys want to call us, call us 888 855 2297. Again, it is 888 855 2297. Our trusty producer, Chris Beam, will make sure he gets you on and uh, we'll get a chance to talk to you guys, answer some questions. Nick will uh, be happy to answer your questions. And... What was that? It's is that a your dro- phone?
3: It's a drop.
2: Oh, oh. Okay. It's a drop. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Wow. I thought that was I thought that was Amber's phone um all right cool he said, I'll get him on so I went ding I'll get him on. awesome that's great great work by our trusty producer Mr mm-hmm. Chris beam all right Nick let's uh let's get some updates on some injuries um it I mean obviously there were a lot of people listed mm-hmm. on the on the injury report this week I think the most interesting one was CD because it happened during this week it's not like it's coming off a game that he came back into or something what are we hearing at this point about CD and, and his possibility of playing
3: this week the McCarthy said the quote was he's not of high concern okay. when it comes to that. And that goes this uh, it's the same with all the other receivers. So um, I think it's it's concerning just because they're there's they're all on the list. But I think all of them are expected to play. And that includes Include Michael, Michael. That includes Michael Gallup. Okay. He said he looks looking good. Now they, they have to make a roster spot for him. They don't have to play him. But I think it might come down to just the comfort level on where C D is, where Amari is. Um, obviously Cedric Wilson, Noah Brown. If they feel like they need to play Michael Gallup, they probably will. If everyone was was completely healthy, then they may not play him, but I think he's he's good to go. And if they can figure out a spot on the roster, which I'm sure they can, then I bet Gallup could, can play this weekend. It probably would make sense to do it, considering all the other injuries and just CD a little banged up, Mari's always banged up, but – I would, I would imagine they're, they're all out there, even Gallup.
2: Do you think it factors in, this question is for both of you guys, do you think it factors in that you've gotten so much production out of your wide receiver group that there's no reason to push him out there unless he's at a point where you're like, he's 100% ready to yeah. go, put him out Gallup. there, he, Yeah, his, his, his wind yeah. is up, all those things, he's ready to go before you actually put him back out there?
0: Not to take it a full step further and talk like beyond this season right now, but... I actually received multiple questions about Michael Gallup and what happens with his return uh, uh, with Cedric Wilson having so much success currently and maybe them realizing like, okay, we can actually, I mean, we have been doing it without Gallup. Does that really hurt Gallup as far as like, well, do we re-sign him? Do we, clearly they didn't opt out for trading him or doing anything with him, but as far as his future... I don't know where, like, where you guys feel about that. If that would even be an option to where, like, although he would be pretty high, huh? <laughs> I mean,
3: what are you yeah.
2: saying? I don't. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm confused. No, I mean, I think the point is the, the question everybody has kind of been mulling, which is. Then while he's been out, essentially, you've seen that, that Cedric can do the job, right? Basically, like, you and know, so I, I was rambling
0: quite a bit because I'm thinking in my head, but thinking out loud and going back to the questions I was receiving. But basically, what Derek is saying is now that you've seen what Cedric Wilson has been doing, do you really need Michael Gallup in the future, you know? And that was regardless of what Cedric Wilson was doing, it, that was a big question, anyway. Anyways, like, unless you, can you can
3: can't, can't re sign Cedric Wilson. True. You know, you got to figure out. You got to sign him as well. And, and
2: the question becomes: How much are you willing to pay? If or or do you but even when you cheaper. start talk? Well, when you start talking about the negotiation, that's where it becomes a situation where do you put it out there to both of them, like both their agents? We're only going to sign one, and here's kind of what we're looking at. And then you kind of figure out where you can get the best deal between the two. I the, the interesting thing here is is more in that in this vein is for me like what is what is Michael Gallup. Garner on the street. Like, how many teams look at him and say he is a product of a system and other guys ahead of him that may have been getting more attention versus we can bring him in here into our team, and I'm talking about other teams out there, and we can make him the number one or the number two, pay him really great money. And he can produce at the same level that he produced in Dallas when he had the thousand-yard season. That's the, the question, and I don't know if the, I don't know if I know the answer to that
3: that question right now. Yeah. Obviously, their scouting departments will make those kinds of determinations. I mean, they have got a lot of time to figure it out. A lot of things will happen in between now and then. Um, you know, there might be a completely different narrative when it comes to the wide receiver position. I think the good thing is now is that they have they have a lot of, they have surplus in receivers. Get them out there. Um, if amari has to sit out a game at some point which could happen I mean he's dealing with so many things you know maybe once Gallup gets back maybe they'll do that and just rest him for a game or two um, if, if if that's needed um this might just be what but amari does I don't think you have to make any decisions on anything yeah. um and, and it's it's a good problem to have but but there's like you said there's going to come down to they're gonna have to figure out at some point when who who do they want to keep they want to keep this third best receiver or they want to keep a guy that is showing the versatility that, that nobody else on this team has it and now I'm talking about Cedric Wilson yeah good
0: I was just going to add that also that's the perfect position for a guy that's heard to come in and transition back into the game because of all the rotations that happen where you don't necessarily need to absolutely have him out there the 100% of the time
3: mm-hmm.
0: and be <laughs>
4: Merry Christmas, day. <laughs> Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas, guys. Love for, it. Love for to, those who love are not here.
0: watching the show,
4: <laughs> <This is> great. <laughs> Derek
0: actually. put a nice little Christmas that's, cushion. That's
4: courtesy of Mrs.
2: Eagleton, so actually, we'll take care of it. So. I need this for my lower back pain. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. That's what I was thinking about.
3: You, I figured it could be helpful, and it could get you in the spirit. Thanks, so, everybody. Backstory. Dave wore just a red shirt, and all of a sudden, everyone two days ago was like, oh, it must be Christmas around here, because... Because it was red. That's that's not
4: true. <laughs> it's fine. What? It, we don't have to. Are we going to do this every, yep. day? We, sure we some, do every day? I'm sure we were, were talking about. We're going to do it every day. we were talking about some interesting football stuff. We, we were talking about
2: Michael Gallup and we were talking about Cedric Wilson. And we we're talking about who's your better third wide receiver. Who they're gonna. Who's going to be? Well, I (laughs) mean, that's kind of the the basis of the conversation here is, like, if you have to choose between the two, because Nick made the point, obviously both of them are going to be free agents
4: after this year, if if you've
2: got to make a choice between the two, who's your better third receiver? You
4: mean for the long term. I thought you meant, I was like, who cares? They're both going to play. Yeah, Yeah, it was, the question was the long term. You you think that? You think Gallup will play? Oh, I, I didn't mean Sunday, necessarily. I just mean, in general, you can rotate receivers in and out. Um... I think he's got a chance. I really I wonder if Gallup's availability comes down more to like just do they need him? Need I mean that's an yeah. it's kind of a mean thing to say about your yeah. number 2, but um, you know, do they need a defensive tackle more than they might need him? I think they still. I think they have two open roster spots right now. I, th- I think it might just come down to need. Uh, but Mike, you McCarthy, said
2: number two. You, you think he's the number two? What
4: I, I think of I, I X and Z. You know, X, okay. like he's out on the outside. Yeah. He's technically the number two receiver.
0: Potato, potato. We well the reason the reason, reason why I ask you like that is
4: because do you think
2: that they've played cd in a different role while he's been gone and well, if so does he slide back to being
4: their slot guy or is you know what i'm saying that's yes. what we're getting at. all I, I mean Gallup is the least likely of the three to play in the slot I, amari and True. lamb do it more so i just think i think mike is more likely to be on the outside of the formation and the other two can do whatever they want probably um if he doesn't play against denver i'll bet you any money he plays against atlanta yeah. You know, like I mean, yeah, he'll he'll be one of these next two games. Yeah. I think whether or not he gets elevated Saturday is maybe about need. But I did he posted on Instagram this morning and the caption was literally elevate. And it was like a picture of him jumping up for a ball, and I was like, Are you is this like a little play on words? Are you making a joke about coming back to the I like roster? It. I so I like it. we'll see.
3: So uh, you don't think it was warranted that I on the radio this morning fielded a question about a former Giants receiver who is probably going to be a former Browns receiver. You know it's interesting. Not
4: probably. I think he
3: is, is now he a now former cut? Brown. You
1: know
2: it's interesting. We're going to we're going to take Odell. a quick break when we come back. I actually have a question from Joe Gomez about that and I want to get uh you guys' opinions on on Odell Beckham and and where he might land if it's if it should be here, if it should be something the Cowboys think about. We'll talk about that when we come right back. This is Dallas com radio.
1: It's not complicated.
4: At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to the break.
3: If you can't give someone a red pillow, give the gift of the Cowboys this season with the Dallas Cowboys United Membership presented by Globe Life. It's just it's the fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan membership start at just $20 include exclusive fan pack and VIP member experiences. Tis the season. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to get yours today. It's beginning to so. look a lot like Christmas. You like Christmas? <laughs> I love Christmas. But you don't like Thanksgiving. No, I no, no, no. I you, love you, it you, all. You love it all. I love no, it you've all. You've
4: gotten painted into the corner now no, of being the guy not, who hates Christmas. That's, and that's, it's, that's what bothers me. <laughs> right, I know, right? It's not that I... It's whatever. If y'all want to... <laughs> Put your damn trees up, <laughs> like like I. I mean, there's there's a bowl of Halloween candy upstairs that's still sitting out. Like we haven't even cleaned up the decorations. It all can home. run
2: together. Like two full months of greatness. Just
4: there's <laughs> there are rules in the society that we should. have. Op- it's fine. Whatever. All right. Whatever. Welcome back. Second segment of the break live. <laughs>
2: Nick is just confused. Second segment of the break live Remember. from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Let's talk. Uh, before we get to storylines, there was a question that came up. Uh, Joe Gomez asked this question. Nick, you mentioned it before mm-hmm. we went to break. Odell to the Cowboys. What do you think? Why? No. Not needed. I think we're all kind of on the same page. It's just not... This Give me the good rationale as to why. For fans out there that are saying, but why not? He's Odell Beckham. Just give the rationale.
3: Because we just tried to figure out how Michael Gallup, who's (laughs) going to get a bag of cash at some point in the offseason, is going to fit into the third or fourth receiver. Cowboys have a fourth receiver on this team right now that's going to get a lot of money. Not sure who it is, but but they don't need a guy that's coming in here that's not 100% healthy he's obviously had issues in that locker room. His dad won't get off Twitter. I mean, there, there's just issues that don't don't seem to need to be played into this because I don't think he's the guy that's making that catch over Brandon Carr anymore.
4: I don't I don't think he's doing that anymore. I could be wrong. I think he still has that talent, but is it like if the Cowboys desperately needed a receiver, I'd be pounding the table, but they yeah, they, they don't. don't. Um I'm wearing an LSU sweatshirt. I love Odell Beckham. I he's I love him. I don't think he's the bad guy that he gets painted as a lot. But does drama follow him everywhere he goes? Yup. Do the Cowboys need him? Nope. So why are you inviting that into your locker room unless there's a need? One of the things about that I love about this wide receiver
2: core is the fact that they seem to be, everything we see and hear, to be the very unselfish. They are very much about the team. Uh, they celebrate each other when it comes to getting the ball and, and, and whoever. And there's even to the point where it's kind of playful, like, can I get this one? You want to get this one? Like, there that's the part of this wide receiver group that actually works because in a offense like this where you got so many weapons, everybody has to be about the team. If you get one person that's about, hey, I need the ball, it disrupts everything, and then everybody else starts being territorial. The reason why it looks like he's going to be out in Cleveland is because he wanted the ball. He wanted the ball more. And so I think just that alone says to me, like, this is, not that would be a horrible fit for this team because that's what they don't have on this team right now.
4: Well, and I don't think it's a coincidence. If you remember going back to when he was really, when he was Odell, I mean, he was on a Hall of Fame. In New York? He was on a Hall of Fame pace the first yeah. two or three years of his career. Um and I don't think it's a coincidence that him and Des were really tight. Like, like if you remember that, like mm-hmm. they were, they loved each other. And I like he reminds me a lot of Des. I don't know if he's like, I need the ball. I need the ball. I assume he's probably frustrated because he wants to help the Browns win, and they're not to winning. To him, that means get him in the ball. And, and he's not touching the ball, and they're four and four. Dez was the same way, and we used mm-hmm. to go back and forth, like, is he selfish, or does he just is he just passionate about winning? And fortunately, that's not the Cowboys' problem to deal with right now, and why would you want to invite that on your team if you— again, like, the New Orleans Saints, Michael Thomas just announced that he's out for the year. Go get Odell. Or I'm sure there's five other. The the 49ers probably could use some help at receiver. the AFC. Raiders. What, Green Bay. Yeah. What, whatever, yeah. There's a bunch of teams that could use him, and it's worth the risk. Chiefs. There is no need. That's a good one, actually. There's no need here. They have four really, really good, reliable receivers. Yeah. And then a fifth that they draft. Like, it's just there's no need for it.
0: And as soon as uh, Des left, that's when I feel like you started getting some some of the chemistry back up between the receivers. I mean... Cole was gone before Dez, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. already Cole, but, you know. No, Cole left after Dez. Yeah, he the did age after,
4: yeah. Yeah, cuz they cut Dez before the 18 season. And
0: then Cole was still here?
4: Beasley left after 18, right? Did we the really is, already forget we, this. We
0: don't have guys like that yeah. anymore yeah. right now. Yeah,
4: yeah cuz Beasley caught that working? pass.
2: Yeah, I and thought whole, was the Hail Mary. Around. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, um, tell you what. Let's do this. Let's get into some of the storylines of the game. To me, this is in a week where there aren't a lot of storylines because I think most people look at this as a kind of a lopsided game. Um, I think one of the biggest storylines is revolves around Dak. My question for you guys is: Is Dak completely healthy and can he play
3: without risking further injury to the calf? What are your thoughts on Dak? Um, This isn't his decision. I mean, this isn't a. This is what I think, whatever. If he goes out and lines up to play, then I think that the, the medical team has has pretty much said this: he's healthy. He's healthy. Not healthy enough to play, but he is healthy to he's go out healthy, and play healthy. this yeah. early November game with the Cowboys with a big lead in their division and all that. Is that. He, he's their quarterback, and he's going to play.
4: And that's, that's what it is. If they th- thought there was any chance of him not playing, I don't think they would. They actually – to, like the 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 which this makes sense. It's not groundbreaking, but like on Sunday, they were like, if he doesn't play, he will be hundred percent ready to be full go by Wednesday when we start practicing. That was the game plan heading into the Vikings game, and it's completely worked out. Dak was act. Dak was funnily transparent funnily. yesterday. Yeah, I don't know if that's a word. He was. <laughs> Let's make it. It yeah. was it was interesting how transparent he was because he's really good at, at talking a lot without saying anything. Yeah, He told us the tackle lineup, he was yeah. like, yeah, Terrence can going to play on the left, Lyle's going to play on the right. Everybody was like, thanks, thank man. you. They are like, I mean, we kind, kind of... The coach just said, I'm not going to talk we about We kind of figured, but like, thanks for confirming. Right. And then um, the other thing he said that was funny was his first rep of team was like a rollout, classic Dak, like throwing on the run, and he threw it, I don't remember if he completed it, but he threw off his foot and he was like damn, probably shouldn't have done that on my first rep back from injuring my calf. But, like, nothing bad happened. But it just speaks to how good he feels that he wasn't even thinking about, like, maybe don't throw off of your calf on the first rep back in practice. Yeah, and
2: that's actually one of the reasons why I asked this question is because um, when you don't get the context of how he was saying it, it just reads kind of as, oh, did he feel a little something? And he did not. And it, he did not. And that's that's I think what what not what was not reported. I didn't see that anywhere being reported. That it just kind of they put out the quote, and I'm like, so so
4: did he feel something or he's or not? Fine. But that's good. That he's, sounds good. McCarthy said he talked to him this morning at play caller meetings, quarterback meetings, whatever. And he he's yeah he's good. He's gonna play. Awesome. He feels good. I'm not worried about his health. Okay. And clearly,
0: the way they handled last week with. His injury and him trying to play for the game against the Vikings. I mean, I thought the fact that they waited like literally last minute, right? Minutes before turning in the the inactives and all that in the li- list. It was amazing. And the, and the decision making of being like, you know what, let's just sit him down and not really risking it. That speaks volume to what they're doing, too, and not, you know, just having confidence oh. in their backup and just not wanting to harm him at all for any means.
3: Yeah. See, I don't even know if, that's, if that even happened that way. Like, that's what they said happened. and and But you also heard that Dak told the team or told players on Thursday or Friday he wasn't going to play. To me, that speaks volumes for what. Then how...
0: what was all that thing happening on game day right. on the field, right.
3: Gamesmanship. <laughs> right. oh. That and I also think part of it might
2: also be. And you and I talked about this. Sometimes you, you know how it is when you have kids. You kind of you you kind of play along. Sometimes you know what the outcome's going to be, but you kind of play along with them just so they feel like you played along. So I I do wonder if some of it was kind of like okay, Dak, we'll wait up until the game, and and we'll yeah, but... we'll kind of let you warm up and. <laughs> But but we know you're not playing, and yeah. you know you're not playing. But we're gonna play along, and we'll just kind of do this, and and then I mean, we'll was say, okay, lot go of sit drama down.
0: In those videos that but, were being released, you see, but but, see Mike but as, McCarthy, as you were watching, it, yeah, but as Jerry you were watching Jones, it, but as you were watching it, it, it actually
2: the first little bit he was working on the chords. But then when they actually started warming with the quarterbacks, he actually started throwing, he wasn't even throwing. Like yeah. usually the starter is throwing with the ones yeah. and getting. He wasn't. He, he didn't
3: didn't was like throwing at the tape. end of it. Yeah, it just There were a lot
4: of things that said he wasn't really playing, but. You know, he told Amari on Friday that he was down. But yeah.
3: my point to all that is the fact that I, I've been covering this team for a long time. When things happen on Thursday or Friday, they get out by Sunday. That that happens. Yeah, they they're not they getting out. Yeah. yeah, things are are staying in. I mean, this is a close knit team. Yeah, well, if Dak wants to say it, he wants to say (laughs) it. Right, yeah.
4: But for sure, for the most part, like, I agree. It's way more McCarthy's – I'm giving the credit to McCarthy. I assume it's McCarthy. He's kind of – Put a lid on the typical Cowboys news leaks that we've gotten used. to. Well, yeah, and
3: usually that news leak is it happens on you know Tuesday morning on the fan and Friday afternoon yeah. on the fan. Well, it might it might also be Jerry
2: Jones, Jerry yeah. yeah. Jones. They're just I think a little McCarthy, more coordinated now. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's not that he's putting a lid on as much as it is. Like, let's just be a little more coordinated. I think if McCarthy, I'm going to say it and you're going to say this, like, let's just know what we're saying. Yeah. So we're a little more coordinated. Maybe that's it. I don't yeah. know.
4: Yeah. Um, wait, so, totally not related at all. Who? I'm sorry. Who was 55? Oh, we didn't play. We didn't do 55. Give me 55. I, I'm stealing it from you. Rolando McClain, let's go. <laughs> I love my guy. Man, I really, that was I've that guy. Covered.
2: Yeah, that was that guy that you were like, if he ever got it together, he would be he's, in the Hall of Fame. No doubt he's about the,
3: it. He's the one guy that I remember sitting up in our, wherever we are in the press box, usually pretty high, without binoculars. When he made the tackle, you, you knew. knew it was him because yeah. he he hits you at the thirty-four. That was where the next play was. Yeah. Thirty-four. I mean, it, it everything was, came to a stop yeah. when he hit you. Yeah, yeah. you weren't he, moving forward. He too. had a ton of talent. That's a That's good one. Fifty-five. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a better one. Well, Leroy Jordan was a 55. <laughs> he was a pretty good player. He's in the ring. Hey,
4: of there's a right answer in my there answer. There you right? go. That's I exactly. just I love it. They <laughs> love they love those gambles where they buy low on something that didn't work out, and they got they got like 12 amazing games out of him. I wish yeah. he had been able to keep it together. For yeah, a little that bit dude longer. was amazing. Makes talent. Me,
0: uh, I'm starting to feel old because. <laughs> And it wasn't even that long ago, but the fact that when you guys are bringing up players now that I know the name and that I know who you're talking about, I'm like, damn. Bro,
4: you just had a kid, man. You're getting old. <laughs> right. Like, right. We're up. all growing up here.
3: That sentence usually doesn't happen like that. Bro, you just had a kid, man. Man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just throw a dude in there at the end. <laughs> all right. Real quick. Uh, I have one other storyline I wanted to hit you guys with. Um, with... Actually, I'm trying to decide which one I want to do. Actually, let's go with this one. After seeing what Sertan has done, are you happy at Dallas, I mean that Denver took him before Dallas had the opportunity to make that choice? Because I think we all agree that had Sertan been there, he probably would have been the Cowboys pick. How do you think that all played out for Dallas?
3: I think the biggest answer to that has nothing to do with Parsons or Sertan. It's number seven. Trayvon Diggs has been a a player that you hadn't even thought he was going to be. You thought he was going to be good. You didn't think he was going to be like this. And so knowing that, knowing that he—I mean—he—he's great. He's making Anthony Brown a better player on that side. I'm not saying you don't need Sertan. That would have been awesome to have. But I don't think anyone thought. That, that Diggs was ready to take the, the leap right now. And I don't think people thought that Parsons had this much in his bag that he could do so many different things. So, yeah, I'm glad for that because they're getting a way better linebacker than they thought. And the cornerback need isn't
4: as strong as they thought because of Diggs turned into a star. It's completely unfair to try to answer this right now. And oh, well, okay. well, no, I mean, if, <laughs> All right. if that's how you feel, unfair. If, no, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. That's fine. And Maybe I should have waited. don't no, you go first. Micah Parsons was. I, I I have already admitted many times like I was wrong. Like he's a way he's been a way better pick than I thought he would be. He's probably going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year if I had to guess. I'm not hating on the Cowboys for picking him. I just these things play out over years and yeah. years. I mean was is was Zeke the right pick over Jalen Ramsey? Do we want to have that conversation? It sure is sure, it, it, it looked unquestionably like the right call for about 3 years. Now it's up for debate or maybe you could even unequivocally say they should have taken Ramsey. If you draft a cornerback who's at the top of his game, he can do that for a decade. I mean, Patrick Peterson, is not who he used to be, but he was locked down in Arizona yeah. for 10 years. They didn't maximize on that, but, I mean, that's such a valuable position, and it's got such longevity. And so, that's the reason why I asked the, point, the
2: question, actually, because I think right now most people would say Micah's having a larger impact sure. for his team, but the cornerback, having a cornerback like that, and then if you had two of them... You don't know how much dividend that and pays for you five
4: ten years. We down don't. The road, we right? don't know how good Sertan's going to be. Maybe maybe he'll be a bust, and Micah will unequivocally be the better pick. But he could be making Pro Bowls at thirty three. When yeah. Micah, by the time Micah's thirty three, there will have been some decline, probably. I mean, it's yes. just that's that's the fun of it. Um, like i said i was totally wrong like michael was a great pick he's been far better than what i thought he would be um but i just i don't think you can decide what the right pick was halfway through their rookie year
0: the way i see it and i am super happy that it worked out that way i wasn't at the time i was like oh seriously but now i really am because you look at the defense and now you have a badass on all three levels you got randy gregory playing the way that he's doing you got Micah Parson doing what he's doing, and on the back, you got Trevon Diggs. So in all three levels, it's not like, remember when Jerry Jones, like after a draft day, he would go in the press conference and be like, well, we get pressure, we attack the quarterback, that's where it all starts, you get pressure, it helps back there, the backfield, you help your safeties, you help your cornerback. Well, now, you got a badass on... All three levels, mm-hmm. so I'm just happy how it's worked out. All
4: right, good. Did I just, I, 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 I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to bury Micah. I just, I want to. I'm making my point again. But like, imagine Sertan's having a decent season for them, right? Like, I think he's yeah, got. No, like, he's had a good year. He's got two picks. Five and that's breakups. A, actually, the I'll interesting part.
2: Is he's had a good year. It's just at cornerback, you can't make the same impact. Sure. As you can,
4: how they're using Micah. My, like, um, again, Micah's great. This isn't about Micah, but like, imagine if they had him and Diggs. True. How excited people would be if Diggs was doing what he's doing now and you've got a rookie. And then imagine if he makes a jump like Diggs has in year two. That's the type of thing you make a nickname for. Yeah. Like Legion of Boom or like no fly zone. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> exciting too. I'm yeah. just like Again, these things play out. I, I'm, I'm the way they did it was great. but Sertan wasn't even available, so yeah. it's not even like they made a mistake. Right? right exactly. exactly.
0: Smith would most likely still be. Oh, he'd here. still be
4: here. You would. And yeah, you then would guess, we yeah. would be
0: complaining about what the linebackers were doing.
4: Oh, oh, because Micah wouldn't be here. Yeah. yeah. No, that's and yeah, because that's, that's why... the part that gets a little bit tricky, right?
2: You, you like I think the point that you made, Amber, was was really the right point is that now you've got a really great player at every level of your defense as opposed to, let's say, in this instance where you may have two great cornerbacks but your linebackers still aren't Mm. quite there yet and teams figure out ways to basically exploit them. You would have drafted Jabril Cox probably in the second round. Good point. And but he was he would he have been ready to play at the level that you needed him to play? Well, right now? he would have
3: played a lot more
4: in training camp. I, I would. He wouldn't yeah. have been waiting to get on the field. That's yeah. ah, that's yeah. why the draft is the that's best. Awesome. I yeah. love the draft. <laughs> Joshua next week. I just play. <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> just don't play. do that. To me. I, I love that. I love that. Stop. All the nicknames that Micah Parsons says. The one he likes the best is the is the Water Boy. Yeah, I saw that he's yeah. the, he's the Water Boy because he hits anything that yeah, he moves. He's just yeah. Bobby yeah. Boucher out there just love hitting it. people.
2: All right, we're gonna take our final break. We'll come back. We'll do a little C or no. Let's do that when we come right back to DallasCowboys.com radio.
1: Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with. And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with. United Ag and Turf. And Turf. The official tractor provider
4: of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit
1: UnitedAgandTurf.com Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm and Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com Cowboys. Back to the break.
3: Registration for holiday youth camps is now open. Don't miss the Dallas Cowboys Football Academy and Dallas Cowboys Cheerleader Dance Academy camps on December 21st at the Star in Frisco and December 22nd at AT&T Stadium. Spaces is limited, so register today at dallascowboys.com.
2: Welcome back. Final segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We haven't done this in a long time, but it's time for a game of see or no. Amber! Your How much time, time we got, though? Bring it We out. got about uh 15 minutes. We'll go okay. a little over today. We don't care about that next show, so no, we can go as long as we want to go. You want to go an hour? Let's go an hour. <laughs> All
0: right. Okay, will the Cowboys be more disciplined this week and commit less penalties than they've been average in so far? I hope our... not.
3: <laughs> I hope not, seriously. I, I mean, I don't – I like it. I like what it's, what it's doing. I mean, yeah, the 15-yard penalties, you got to clean those up, but I don't think it's – there's uh, – I don't think it's just a coincidence that this team's getting a lot more turnovers, more sacks and they're 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 playing that way they're a little bit more aggressive. I think the thing is is when on offense, I said this on yesterday's show, media match, I guess, when they're on first and 20, they can overcome it. They have that mm-hmm. kind of offense that can do that. And they they also bend but don't break. They're, really, they're getting pretty good on goal line defense as well. So you don't want to make a habit out of it, but I think it leads to other positive things. So as it stands right now, I'm not too concerned
4: by it. I'll say C specifically on offense. These last two games have been... Pretty sloppy in that regard, especially New England. They were both road games. Crowd's making a bunch of noise when you're on the road and you're on offense. Plus, I don't, especially now that Von Miller's gone, I don't think the Broncos have as good a level of talent rushing the passer and stuff like that. So I bet we... I bet we see it they not they cut down the holdings and the stuff like that. I yes. say C. I agree with that as well. I will tell you this.
2: Only, the only penalties I'm really concerned about, the ones you were mentioning, those offensive penalties. Yeah, the de- I mean they the gotta d- clean up the holding penalties. Yeah. That's that's a problem. Uh but a lot of stuff happens on defense. I here's the one caveat I will make is the stupid penalties, like don't don't run in and you know it's a bad situation. Like you run in and like when Gregory kind of Slung the guy off the pot. Like, okay, I get it, but that's just a—that's not a overly aggressive penalty. That's just a penalty of just being kind of crazy. Like, mm-hmm. slow down, be a little bit smarter. Like, if you hit a guy close to the sideline, hey, I don't think, hey, you go for it because if you're not out yet, you hit him. And and so I don't really have—I don't really have a problem with those kind of things, those overly aggressive kind of penalties. Um, so I think it's just a matter of being smarter and get rid of the freaking holdings calls on offense. Like, if you do that. I feel like this team is right where it needs to be from standpoint of managing penalties.
0: This one's fun <laughs> with some of the things that Kellen Moore has been doing. An offensive lineman will score a touchdown. I don't know if uh, he said this you week. You mean at any but... point, this week or at any point? <laughs> he, he said this week.
4: The but... law of averages is not on your side if you're yeah. predicting that for one week. So I'll say no. But this season, absolutely. Yeah, this It's going to happen this season. I saw it last Clearly, night. Clearly
0: your law of average was wrong last week.
4: What are you talking about?
0: Yeah. Remember when you said by law of average they probably what? lose. Oh well, game well I mean it,
4: You're not infallible. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> whatever. It's still it plays out. Okay, I mean if if they play that game ten times, how many do they win? I, I'm just saying. Again, law of eight, four. I'd say more I guess like that's four or eight? five. Yeah, if they, s- they play that game ten times. Yeah, the four. I'm with Nick. Whatever. Oh, I I didn't even think about the fact Cooper Rush is in there.
2: Yeah, right, uh, right. yeah. I'm sorry, my <laughs> man. It's a big part of it. Big story. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So no, I'll probably still give them 50. For, like it's a 50. Okay. Either okay. so they're a better team. It's a coin like, toss. They're a better
4: team. I'd say 50. I no this week. Yes for the season. Yes for the C. Sorry.
2: C. I actually will say C for this week. What? I'm actually. Oh. I, you know why? Because I, I think this is the kind of game where you could do that kind of stuff to put it on tape, just so teams have to acknowledge it. So when you get to better games against better teams. Okay. Then they have to acknowledge the fact that you might actually hand the ball off to one of those offensive linemen.
4: Okay, cool. Who? McGovern. Connor McGovern. Let's go. Let's
0: go. All right. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, who is deserving of carrying that ball into the t- but, <laughs> into the end zone? Yeah.
3: The thing is, I mean, from that, from the Hulk package, which now is different because yeah. Lyell's gonna be starting on the right side, or whatever, but but from that package. I think if you hand the ball to Lyle... Well, I was for, assuming Lyle's not four four back there. Deep, I know, but I'm just that that position right there. Man, I will tell you this though. There's
2: nothing that stops them in the Hulk package from putting him back there and putting Inseki over at tackle and you still
4: run it with the same personnel. I just know? think you could. I you could. I think Lyle would fumble. I I no, don't feel no. great about it. I don't want to I don't want an offensive lineman carrying the ball. I would rather they like peel off the line and go Stand in the flat for a catch. Like I like that better than trusting him not to fumble. I think McGovern is the yeah best option there. I bet they don't mess around with that much this week though. Just because I mean they're a little shorthanded. They don't have everybody where they would prefer them. I bet I don't. I don't think we'll see the Hulk. Okay, package we'll see.
3: This you week. If you need with... the Hulk package though, I, I think because you know McGovern will still be at the right. I'm telling you, Bohanna. Bohanna is the left left side guy. Maybe God. Maybe
4: it's gonna be wild in the press box if that ever happens. Yeah, in the or, stadium, people going to go well, crazy. Well, yeah, but specific. I mean, Nick's been talking about that since training camp. If it, is it? Have anyone ever thought pill, about,
3: about, about what that. might happen if, like, you know, late in the game, fourth quarter, or whatever, and the Cowboys like actually finally flicker this thing <laughs> for a touchdown? Like, I might really get kicked out of the press box. I think you because will. you're not supposed to have any kind of.
4: I think you, you know, will. like reactions or anything like that? Our beat doesn't listen to that anyway. That's we w- we work with Clarence Hill. <laughs> Clarence is just loud. It doesn't bah! matter. Like It's not like he's cheering. He's no, just no, no, no. loud. And he's not cheering, but <laughs> I mean... You guys are not a like y'all are better than Clarence, but like between the three of y'all, somebody's narrating the game at all I'll times. Yeah, so
2: absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. You didn't
4: hear it in Minnesota. I was doing it the whole game, but you couldn't hear because it, it was loud. <laughs> it was like yeah, the, yeah, open air
3: press box. And I found that the longer you.
2: I've done this, the more I really don't care about their rules. I'm going to talk as much as we I were at a
3: place. I don't care. Okay,
4: EVP. Two, I don't go.
3: care. What three four years ago, and we were in Philly.
4: Somebody got kicked out. Remember that? Yeah, somebody yeah, got kicked that, out for yeah.
3: for that reason
4: because they invite. Th- just the most random people will wind up in there. Like it yeah. could be like friends of the yeah. person who like runs the press box, and they're like wearing a jersey. Yeah, you're like okay. Oh, that happens in
2: Washington all the time. They'll have former players sitting in there, and they're yeah. just like well, cheering the whole I mean, game. Our, uh,
4: so, like this yeah. guy in the Art Monk jersey, like he's gonna have to go. Yeah. Like, you ever, have you ever had the pleasure of sitting next to Calvin Hill at a Cowboys game? <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he's sitting there like go, go,
0: go.
3: And then he'll <laughs> ask a question like, "Wasn't that offsides?" And you're like, "I don't know." It's Washington. I can't see.
4: It. I can't see anything. <laughs> Calvin, sorry. <laughs>
3: Go ahead. I was
0: um oh. I was just going to add to that before Nick interrupted me. But <laughs> Nick. <laughs> what I do. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, it'd be interested, interesting if that's something that Kellen Moore does decide to do this week, though, with Dak coming back from an injury, maybe not being such a mobile quarterback, even though he's supposed to be moving fine, and Dave said it at practice he's been moving fine and all that, but, you know. As far as someone carrying the ball in there, that would be interesting. It would be interesting. With his interesting. injury. Um, anyways. Uh, okay. Steel and Gallup will allow us to rest Amari and Tyron late, late in the season while still competing for a first round bye. See or no?
4: Hmm. Huh. I'm, I'm like, when, when you say rest them for the season, you mean like. During sit it, them? Like, yeah, like literally sit them for a
0: game? With them being kind of banged up, you know, Tyron, it sounds like he's not going to play this weekend. No. So then you got Amari who's kind of banged up as well. If he gets to a point where you're like, you know what, let's sit them both just mm-hmm. to rest so they're ready for playoffs and all that.
2: The only way, I would say no, because the only way that happens is if they have already locked up whatever they can lock up. And I think this is going to play out the final week of the season to f- figure out who's going to get that number one seed in the NFC. You're so. not
4: you're not sitting Pro Bowl players if they're healthy enough to play, unless you have everything locked yeah, up, which right. I can't I can't imagine that's going to happen. I Just mean, look around the standings. Um, not so. No, I don't. Think I mean, so. you think about it too. Like everyone wants that number one seed. Obviously, you want that
3: for sure for for obvious reasons. Number four. You don't want that because you got to face a pretty good number five right off right off the shoot. But even two and three, even the difference there. I mean, think mm-hmm. about if it was one game, so you could be the two instead of the three. All it takes is that number four seed knocking off one, and you have a chance to host the NFC Championship game. So I mean, like everything matters. Everything matters when you when you're talking about playoffs. Well, every game is going to matter probably at the
4: end. That's yeah. I mean, and Tyron's not going to play this week. I'm interested to see how that develops because i mean is mike mccarthy said he doesn't have long-term concerns about it does that mean he can play against atlanta how you know how many weeks does he need um but once he is healthy enough to play again you're not you're not resting him i don't think
0: will tank be back for the kansas city game
4: no that was fast that's that's (laughs) really only i mean that's three weeks away he hasn't even started practicing um I can't wait to see I cannot me, wait me to see that. Like that is probably of all the storylines around the Cowboys,
2: that's the one that's most interesting to I me. Think, I just want to see what happens when both I, I, he and I, honestly, Gregory are in I there.
3: think I think a perfect spot for him would be the Raiders on Thanksgiving. He's coming okay. back from a broken foot injury. Short week. If he plays against Kansas City, which I I wouldn't have given a As quick of a no, I'd been like, "Mm, maybe not. Because it sounds like he's really starting to get close. We've seen him
4: out now. He's actually working
3: outside with the trainers. So so I think we're close there. But. It would not be before Kansas City. It would be Kansas City. And then he's got to come back and play in four days. I think let's, you know, because the other guys, Dorans, Randy's been hobbled, whatever. They're going to be banged up. They're going to be. So don't even put that on his plate. He comes back. It's not a short week for him. It's a long two and a and half months. And he's fresh. Yeah. That's the game. That's my target. Fresh on a short week sounds like. That would be my target yeah. spot Thanks, for him.
4: Thanksgiving. Yeah, I would say Thanksgiving. Yeah. or may. And if that's not possible, then New that's Orleans. Gonna be a, that's going to be a tough game. You think? Yeah,
3: I'm not a believer in, in the Raiders for some reason. I don't know. I'm just not. It's something about them, and I just I'm not buying. Um, I mean, they they've had their issues this year. There's no doubt, and they yeah. got the you know this late, latest you know distraction and all that. And I, and I don't call it distraction. It's a tragic thing that happened, but I mean, it's it's a distraction to the team too. And you know, and, you know, first round pick from two years ago, not a team anymore. It's... Their first, in my opinion, their best receiving
2: threat is a tight end, and I think that makes it. Hard. That is. That is a. I mean that that is not a very accurate description of Darren Waller. That, no. No. I, I get. Mean, that, yes. I get that. The, the The point I'm making though is. I think when that is your best receiving option, I think it makes it hard if you get in a game where you got to just mm-hmm. go back and forth with a team scoring. Because I've seen games where teams have taken Darren Waller out of the game, because if, if that's the best you got, yeah. then there's a way to be able to kind of neutralize a really good tight end.
4: Yes, valued listener. We are talking about the Raiders <laughs> no. two days before the Broncos <laughs> game. Guys. That's how little we think of this opponent. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that. We don't have to play Sunday. I know, I'm kidding. You know?
0: Then they're going to come and slap us in the face at our own home. Hey,
4: we what we know
2: about, <laughs> what we know about the NFL is once everybody believes one thing, the NFL is a way of showing you something
3: different. Yeah. So, always. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. The fact that they can't stop the run very well, it, it, that's going to be tough. That's going to be the, the Broncos' biggest challenge there. Yeah. Is this, because that the Cowboys will, will – now, let's see, you know, with not having Tyron there. But, I, I mean, I think Terrence Steele's played well. I think Lyell will be fine. So – you know, I, I think that they'll still be able to function, and we'll see what happens with Dak. But that's what I think it's going to be hard for Denver is because they're just they're not going to be able to really stop the run.
0: Well, I did have a couple of people ask about that. Seek and Paul are both with 100 plus carry yards this Sunday.
3: I could see it. I mean, I could well, see I mean, it. it. It's going to take a big run by Pollard. He's going to have to bust one. He can, but I mean, he's going to have to. That's usually what happens with with a. a it's not just steady, steady Eddie all the whole game, hundred,
4: hundred each. I mean, it's somebody got a sixty four yard run in there. They're going over one fifty as a team. I think. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, not two hundred. I mean, not a hundred each. That's. I mean, that, that's wild when it happens. It doesn't happen very often. Here's what I will be interested to
2: see, and I don't know what I think of this yet, but we're going to find out if, if a part of what we've seen from Terrence Still has been about the fact that he's been on the side with Zach. And now that he's not, is that left side going to be a bit of a problem for them particularly running the ball, I don't know that, that, that they're strong on that side like they are with Tyron when Tyron's there. Obviously when Tyron's there. But I, I just wonder if this is going to make them a team that just basically has to go to the right and at some point if Denver says, hey, you know what, let's overload the right side and force them to go left and we think we can manage to hold up there. I just want to see how that works out because I think we'll learn a little bit about
4: Terrence Steele this weekend. We, got the, we have the drop <laughs> broadest here we go jam it right up your rear i don't like okay overload the right side (laughs) i got zach and the the biggest bully of the offensive lineman in terms of road grading maybe it's enough all i'm saying is i just want to see how that all plays out there we go yeah i just want to see how that all
2: plays out i think there's that's an interesting little side nugget to keep an eye on this this sunday so we'll see all right here's what we're gonna do we're gonna go ahead and get our predictions before we end the show let's start with you amber let's go first What do you think is going to happen?
0: Dave is getting into my head, but I will (laughs) not allow it with your stupid law of probabilities and averages and all that. Um, Don't
4: be like me. Nobody wants to be like Like Dave.
0: Uh, Oh, that was fun. That was fun. Mm -hmm. That was a good sentiment. Um, Anyways, Cowboys... Cowboys will definitely win. It's going to be an exciting game. Loud. It's going to be fun with Dak being back in there on the field. Uh, I would imagine. What a score. Sorry, I'm thinking uh, 32-24, something Mm. like that.
2: Oh, you think Denver's going to score 24. Okay, I like it. All right. That'll make it interesting at least. It'll be an interesting game.
0: I, I'm not expecting the Cowboys to really clean up their penalties and all that, so I think that's going to give them somewhat of an advantage in yeah. scoring games, but they're not going to be able to catch up to them at all the right. end of the game.
2: Dave, Nick, which one you wanna you want to go
4: next? I don't care. Dave, go. We're probably going to pick the same score we've been it's, doing. That. We've been doing that a lot. <laughs> it's it's chilly. It's uh It's soup season. So what I'm going to do it's Christmas time it's no it's fall it's soup <laughs> season. That's start small man like All you just right. jump right in you just cannonball right into the Christmas season when Let's there's so go. many <laughs> there's so many other things to, like we it's finally cold enough in Dallas to drink like the pumpkin spice lattes and go okay. so I'm going to go home I'm going to fire up my crockpot. It's soup season. Throw <laughs> some chicken breasts in there. Two glasses? Two glasses of wine. There we go. And the thing about a crock pot is it takes time, like you get, you get four hours, six hours, but eventually you open it up and the chicken breast you threw in there, you can just pull it apart. Awesome, and that's what the Cowboys are—they're going to crockpot what, the Broncos. What takes longer? <laughs> I, was
3: I was wondering, wondering where we're that. What takes longer, is, that cooking great. that or getting
4: your pick for the game? <laughs> that Ryan, was you, great. You had the opportunity to go first. <laughs> what, what is, is said, it? No. He said they're going to crockpot the the Broncos. I love crock-pot. it. That's it's, awesome. It's gonna it's it's gonna take time. Yeah. The Broncos they're they're stingier than they probably get credit for. I don't. They're not just going to jump out to the race. Races, but over time, they will pull away. I would say 30 to 10, um, which I love that you picked 32. I looked this up. With Dak starting, the Cowboys haven't failed to score 30 points since October of 19 when they mm-hmm. lost to Green Bay. They average since they traded for Amari at home, at home. Sorry, at okay. home. I was going to like the Chargers at home. Yeah. I'm sorry. Got you're it, right. That it. is a key distinction. Got it. Got it. Um and since they traded for Amari, which is when I really consider like that's when Dak came into his own as a passer, they averaged 32 points per game at home since oh. they traded for Amari. There you so 30-10, uh, to 10, it'll be close at halftime, and by the fourth quarter, it'll be comfortably not a game. All right. Nate. I got 28-16, Dallas.
3: Uh, same thing. It'd be... You know, kind of a gritty performance there for Denver for a little bit. Uh, it won't be the best game the Cowboys have played. It'll, I think they'll kind of, I think they're going to kind of yuck it up a little bit. The Broncos will. Um, it'll take a little bit. You know, I don't know crockpot worthy, but it'll, it'll take them some time to kind of more of an air fryer to get get it going, and then all of a sudden they'll. <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know, it's done. 28-16 Dallas. All right, I think Dallas also going to win. One. I think the
2: it will be a blowout. I think it'll. It'll probably, I think the scoring actually for Denver will happen a little later in the game, uh, just kind of when Dallas gets bored. Uh, but I think they ultimately end up winning 34 uh, 16. It'll be just a regular win for the Dallas Cowboys, and they will move on to their next opponent, the Atlanta Falcons. So appreciate you guys joining us. I was waiting
0: us. for your cooking reference.
4: No, I don't have one. I don't have a good one. Gumbo at Dave's house tonight. Ah. you're all in you're not invited you can't come sorry <laughs> no yeah I mean if you actually wanted to you, you could suck. y'all have really y'all got families and stuff you're not coming I thought we house. could <laughs> go away the kids. I thought we
2: we'll I thought we could bring, bring the kids with us yeah, we'll bring the kids. they'd love to see Uncle Dave. Right,
4: <laughs> I'm just imagining all of y'all crammed into my like shoebox apartment. I just I don't know how well that would go. I think
2: it would be awesome. It would be a great time. All right, time. come on down. We have time. All
4: right, appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back on Monday. We'll
2: let you know what went right and wrong for the Cowboys. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, Amber Garcia, I am Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio.
1: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!